What's up, non-believers, doubters, and skeptics? This is Kevin Crow coming to you live from the JU Studios. It's actually not live at all. This is recorded. <laughs> That's how podcasts work. So we're re- getting really close to Christmas. And, of course, that means seasonal depression has kicked in. Yippee! I've actually been doing all right, though. Not too, uh, not too depressed. Trying to keep my head up about everything, uh, even though... What the fuck is 2020? It's the shortest year of all time, but also the longest year of all time. You know, it doesn't even feel like Tiger King was this year. It feels like that was like three years ago. But nope, that happened this year. Cool. I'm excited about upcoming things on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. But of course, sometimes I get a little burnout and I try not to. And I really don't have that much else going on. Um, So I, I try to focus as much time as I can on on YouTube, on making content, on social media content and stuff like that. But still, the burnout happens sometimes, especially when you deal with so many people who question your credibility of your past. <laughs> and of course, I also struggle with imposter syndrome because, yes, I'm an atheist and it doesn't take any sort of authority to be one. But when you watch videos and you see content from all these other people who are more educated than you and they speak about philosophy and they speak about um, all these religious terms and stuff that you've never heard of. And they're more well-versed in the Bible than you are that it sort of makes you take a step back and like, am I really able to speak on these kind of things? But then I remember that, yes, I mean, I'm not trying to be the the authority uh, of like ex-religious people. I'm just trying to talk to, and relate to people who are in the same boat as I am. People who were once religious and are now not religious. And of course, that's not the only people that I care about interacting with. Lifelong atheists, welcome aboard. People who are still Christian, come on along. You're welcome too. I'm doing a little double dip this week. I have another episode coming out on Christmas Day. And of course, we all have shit going on on Christmas Day. But if you have a spare eight minutes, then you might want to check that one out. I do just a little bit of singing on that podcast episode. Today's episode deals with indoctrination, and I know I talk about that a lot on this podcast. I've probably said the word indoctrination more in the past 10 months than I have the whole rest of my life combined. Actually, I know I have, but I I like to go back to this point because I think it's so valid and needs to be talked about more than it is. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel because I'm doing a New Year's Eve live stream and you shouldn't be going out. We should all be staying home because the pandemic is just getting worse. So stay home with me on New Year's Eve and let's stream in the new year and hang out, have fun, play games, drink responsibly, and all that good stuff. And without further ado, here's today's episode. I talk a lot about indoctrination on this channel, and why do I do that? Well, because I think that most people believe what they do, especially about religion, because of indoctrination. What is indoctrination? Well, I'm glad you asked. Indoctrination is the process of teaching a person or group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. Let's talk for just a minute about indoctrination. The majority of people in the United States are Christians. The majority of people in India are Hindus. The majority of people in Iraq are Muslims. Do you think that's an accident? Most people believe what they do about religion because that's the way they were raised. 
That's the way that their parents believe. That's the way that the people around them believe. The first crack in the foundation of my Christianity was deconstructing that indoctrination, realizing that I believed what I did because my parents believed it and because the majority of people around me believed it. When you're told something is true as a child, you believe it. Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, whatever, all of those things. You believe them because you were told that they're real. The difference between Santa and the Tooth Fairy and God is that eventually you're told that these were just made up, but you're never told that this one was because the parents still hold the belief that this one is real. The indoctrination remains. The first thing that made me question my faith and what actually led to me being an atheist rather quickly was when I was at my old job, I used to walk around the building on breaks just to try to get some exercise to de-stress a little bit. I worked in a shipping office and it was a stressful job. So I would go outside, walk around the building, and I had a friend, coworker there who worked up in the front office, but he would also go outside and smoke cigarettes. So when I walked around the building, I would eventually get to where he was smoking sometimes. And he was a preacher before, but now he didn't believe in God anymore. So as I was walking, I stopped and we started talking. And he asked me if I was a Christian. And I said, yes. And he asked me why. And I gave the reasons, you know, that I believe that Jesus was real and that Jesus died and rose again and that, uh, you know, God created everything. And then he told me that he used to believe the same and he was a preacher and he went to college and took a religions class and learned that there were a lot of other religions with very similar origin stories to Christianity and that it borrowed from a lot. But then he told me that the reason that he stopped believing was because he realized that wherever you lived, you were most likely going to believe something differently. So, and I think that's so true. And that immediately registered with me and a, a light bulb went off and I was like, whoa, if I were born in India, I would not be a Christian. If I were, if my parents were of a different religion now, I wouldn't be a Christian. And I, I know that's not true for everybody, but I think it's true for like 80 to 90% of the world that you believe what you do because your parents do. Now, the point of this video is that indoctrination goes beyond just religion. It's very strong uh, in the religious world, but your other beliefs and worldviews are also affected, like politics, like mine, for example. The first time I could vote was 2004, so I'm kind of dating myself. I'm getting older. And in 2004, I voted for George W. Bush. In 2008, I voted for John McCain. In 2012, I voted for Mitt Romney. And in 2016, I voted for Donald J. Trump. Now, I wasn't ever a huge Trump fan, but I had been told my whole life uh, that Democrats didn't want what was best for me, that Democrats just want to redistribute wealth, that they want to take money from the hardworking people and give it to those who don't deserve it. And so I was just always, I vote Republican. That's what I do. That was indoctrination. I never critically examined why. I never really thought about those things. 
And it's funny because I think a lot of people deconstruct their political views first. But for me, I deconstructed my religious views first. And I still held on to those political views for years. Now, I'm not saying that if you don't believe in God that you have to be a liberal. Of course not. There are plenty of atheists who are conservatives too. All I'm saying is question those things you were taught. Question why you believe the things that you do. It's not healthy just to do something because you were told that it was right or real or whatever. It's up to us to examine all of those beliefs, all of our worldviews, to really look at the foundation of why we believe. Do we truly believe those things or were we just told to believe those things? Question everything. It's one of my favorite phrases because questions don't hurt anything. Questions are healthy. Questions are good for us. Many questions have easy answers, but many questions have really complex answers. What has changed in your worldview? Politics, religion, relationships. That's another one. You can grow up believing that people are supposed to act a certain way in relationships, you know, gender roles, or that, you know, the woman is supposed to do this and the man is supposed to do this. And this is how people communicate. If you were raised to believe certain things are true about relationships, you might want to take a step back and look at that too. I think if everyone really truly asked themselves why they believe certain things, and I know that there are th things in my life that I should probably question even more or look into even more about why I believe them or why I think that way. That's just the way I was raised isn't a good enough answer. Because you might have been raised wrong or it just it dissuades critical thinking and we need to encourage critical thinking. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash Jesus Unfollower. Thank you to my current patrons, Ainsley, Marissa, Leah, Robert, World of Peepers, John, Little Shop of Jesus, Southern Fried Heathen, Sarah and Jason. And remember, you don't need a God to be good. <laughs>